Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to They Talk A Good Game. My name is Harvey, joined by Lockie. Bite, 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 you oh, surfer right. <laughs> or fish. We have... Take Big that, shark fish. Season review. <laughs> yeah. And Lockie doing his impression yeah. of a shark. That's very, yep. very well. Bite, bite, bite. Mm, yes. Targeting the surfers and the fishes. And the fishes. Yeah. And soon to be the dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Very well tied together. No one is safe from the sharks. Um, yeah, in yeah. the Shire. What did you think of their NRL 2021? You know. They came ninth and they, they had a chance to make the top eight and I am bloody impressed by the fact that that's the position they were in at the end of the year. because For sure. Because, you know, for sure, because they're sharks and like the shore, <laughs> the seashore. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so <laughs> I, was, I was very impressed. I literally, you know, coming into the season, I thought they'd be middle of the bottom eight and then they lost John Morris and I thought they might be towards the bottom of the ladder. And they just, they just, stayed competitive they just hung in there and i'm i'm madly impressed with that i can't believe that they were the only side to suck their coach last year or this year this year um and the fact that they let him go when a lot of people thought that they should you know stick by him given what he's delivered in testing circumstances down there over the last couple of years yeah for them to then make the call on their coach so early on i think like you said, most people thought they'd just dwindle down the bottom of the ladder. But credit to Hane and the roster at the Sharks there that they were able to you know, remain competitive and still challenge in the big games and challenge for the eight come the end of the year. Mm. Uh, I think that Hane's done like an excellent job to keep them engaged with that playing squad. And you know, credit needs to go to them as well, who... Lots of them were playing to impress the new coach or playing for a contract or um, yeah, playing for their hopes of staying in the NRL at another club. Absolutely. Um, so even if this sort of overall team success was written off for that year, I think they've still come out of it quite brightly. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the fact that, you know... Looking at their ladder progression, Tony Tony Razzo's ladder progression, they started after five rounds, they were equal ninth. Um, and then that was a sim- around that period that John Morris gets sacked. And then round uh, at round 15, they're sitting equal seventh. So they actually improve during that period. Um, and then I guess the back end of the year end up falling back to ninth. But the fact mm. that they were in that, they were literally in that fight the entire year Unreal. Uh, yeah, obviously obviously, a big motivation was to impress Craig Fitzgibbon because obviously a new coach comes in and they're going to bring in a lot of players they want to bring in, which we've already yeah. seen is what's happening next but, year. You know, it's, even compared to like, regardless of their coaching situation, they're Dugan, Fafida and Johnson spending time on the sidelines all yeah. year. Yeah. 
so there was lots of players that stood up. Uh, like Connor Tracy was one who seemed to be playing every position. That's right. Uh, just wherever he slotted in on the That's given right. weekend. And, and William Kennedy was so impressive at fullback. A massive, yeah, massive, sure. like a big improve, improved year from William Kennedy, especially the fact that, you know, Nico, Nico Hines is coming to the club next year and no one has... No one has even suggested that Hines is coming to play fullback. That's how good William Kennedy was this year. The fact that yeah. people are assuming that Hines must be going into the halves, which he, you know, I guess he's also talked openly about the fact that that's what he wants to do. But yeah. the fact that, you know, he's he's only really played fullback for the Storm and then now he's coming to the Sharks. And before this year, you probably would have played Hines there over Kennedy, but that's how good a year he had. Yeah, he he really stood out and was their consistent spine player, along with I guess Blake Braley. Yeah, um, who's come on leaps and bounds as well in his That's sort right. of short career. That is right. Another star in the making. Yeah. Well, on, um, that, on that note, let's get to some fan questions. Um, yes. Before we talk up too many players, because there may be let's questions about them. Um, tell him I'm doing underscore eats asks the pros and cons of signings and the impact of Nico Hines. So let's focus on Nico Hines. The yeah, the impact that he's going to bring to the club. I well, Yeah, I go on. I'm he's obviously a very talented player. He's coming outside the storm system is the only thing that um I would have as a con, I guess, is the fact that he's for the last couple of years been used to playing in that storm system and now he's yeah. going to be like a marquee half for the Sharks. So that's I guess a con, but at the same time, he seems to be that sort of player that will will be able to grab that responsibility and not be phased by the pressure. Yeah, he, he's got that temperament that he seems ready for it, you know. He seems yeah. like he's ready to step into bigger boots and it's certainly doing that by leaving the sort of ensemble of storm stars that they have down in Melbourne and yeah. trying to be the dominant playmaker in the Sharks who see themselves as, you know, top eight contenders. Mm. Um, it's not like he's going to a particularly struggling side or anything, but it is a side outside of the storm. It's it's different. It's changed. I think there have to be some questions around his capabilities to play half mm. as he's spent most of his time at fullback. And especially that he'll probably be the stronger game manager. I don't know who they're going to pair with him. Connor yeah. Tracy's one, Trindle's another. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Well, actually, on that note, Vita J does ask who who will be the starting halves. So there's listed. We've got Trindle. I mean, Moylan's Hines, still there. Met, Luke Metcalf came in, uh, for, made his debut this year. Probably wouldn't start him with him, but he's he's one to look for. And then obviously yeah. Matt Moylan is there too. Um, yeah, that's a it's a it's a pretty tricky one actually trying to figure out who to pair. Hines with you could even see Hines in the seven, um, and you could see a younger or a, a, yeah, someone like Moylan or someone you know Connor Tracy. I quite Connor like Tracy. Connor Tracy as a player, but I'm not sure he's a halfback. I don't know um, what he is. <laughs> he's exactly he's an excellent, Mister Fix It. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, someone great. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm really am not sure what their their best halves combination is. Yeah. Um, but touching on their other signings that we didn't get to in the first question mm. being McInnes and Dale Finucane. 
mean, yes. next two huge ones. Do we have more questions on them, or shall we share thoughts? Um, let's, yeah, you know what? Let's share thoughts now. Let's use it for this question too. Great. Um, <laughs> well, the interesting thing is that McInnes is a nine and, well, McInnes is a nine or a 13, and Finucane's really a 13. So, and what happens to players like, uh, like for example, if you've got McInnes at nine and Finucane at 13, what happens to players like Blake Braley and um, Toby Rudolph? Do you move? Well, I, you, I simply think that McInnes plays 13, Braley plays nine, Finucane plays in the front row rotation and you with Rudolph, Toby Rudolph. Yeah, well, that's not a bad idea either. That's actually Like, it. I just think McInnes is good enough and... You know, obviously coming off a big injury layoff. Yeah. But there's no reason why he can't play 80 minutes. Sort of play, like, the opening half at lock. Mm. Do 20 minutes at hooker to, um, you know, give Brady a spell if he's only up to 60 minutes or whatever. Although he's an 80-minute hooker in his own right. Yeah. But that gives you the chance then to move Finucane or Rudolph into that um, 13 role and play a bit of more of a ball runner than a ball playing playmaker yeah 100 percent. i think so um, i think finucane and rudolph actually make a really strong front row pairing you know i the fact that they have spent time there at lock they're not really uh, this most overused term of 2021 on this podcast they're not really modern locks um <laughs> they are great solid you know front rowers um and in the middle yeah they'll be Damaging his hair. Yeah, and let's not forget they they Andrew Fafida has not been at his best for you know a number of years. Hamlin ULA is there is a really strong option in that front row. Aaron Woods they've let go. Aiden Tolman they've let go. So there's there's room in that front row for some big bodies to. Hundred yeah. percent, super fresh. Yeah, really fresh for them. I mean, I think I think yeah, getting yeah, it's I'm really looking forward to seeing all of their front row options because it's looking mm. quite exciting. Well, that's the other thing is they've got choices as well. They There's do. lots of ways these the side pieces together. They do. And so whether that's through injury, suspension, whatever, they they should be able to cope. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Next question, the Dolphins NRL, along with Dildo underscore Baggins 14, have both asked, do you think the Sharks are a top four contender next year? Top four contender is what they've asked. No, I don't. Yeah, no, I probably don't either. Like it's, and it's hard because they did exceed expectations this year, and so they could do it again. You never. It's for Craig Fitzgibbon's first season as coach, so we really That's don't know. That's another unknown. To, we don't know what to expect. Um 
Fanukan, I think, is massive. Like out of all of their signings, Fanukan is the one that I'm super thrilled by. Fanukan and McInnes, actually, both former club captains coming into the team that I felt lacked leadership this year since Paul Gallen's retirement. Really, they've lacked leadership. So the fact mm. that you've got two, you know, ex club captains coming in, that's just there's so much, so much leadership there. Yeah, for sure. I 100% agree, but no, they're not top four. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably say no as well. Um, uh, position to work on, also from Vita.j. Position to work on in terms of signings. Um, I, I'm not even I, sure. Maybe yeah. centre? Yeah, maybe centre. Who who are their centres at the moment? Well, who I'm just saying Will Chambers and Josh Dugan have yeah. both gone. Yeah, right. So they were playing, were they playing Ramian out there in the centres? Oh, yeah, Ramian, but... Still. Uh, who locks down one side? I'm not sure who. I mean, Connor Tracy could have been that filling that spot. And um, I guess, and I guess, and I guess, on that same note of who's going to partner Nico Hines in the halves, I guess halfback is a position that they yeah. look at as one that doesn't like Hines is, if anything, more of a five eight. He could play seven like he did once or twice for the Storm this year, but in terms of someone that is consistently going to get that ball on fifth tackle and make a kick, similar to what like. You know, Chad Townsend and Sean Johnson both as a big losses in that position as players yeah, that are sure. gonna are gonna be a dominant call on fifth tackle, gonna kick to an area, aren't gonna try and score off every play, but but will just, you know, be someone to settle the team. I think I think seven is is the position. Yeah, I'd agree. They're, they're, they're I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a, a plan for this or they just were gonna trust one of the young guys coming through to mm. play that half back role because it's they wouldn't have missed, you know, they've certainly planned for this. Yeah. You know, they've been in sort of redevelopment stages for the last six months with the new coach coming in. He would have had his eyes all over the roster. There's not a gap that big, surely. They're just going to trust someone. Yeah. Um, and another question from Vita.j. Will the Sharks be better than the Roosters next season and possibly come fifth, sixth, or seventh? Uh, interesting question. It would imply that Roosters are coming worse than fifth, sixth, or seventh, and I don't know why they've picked out the Roosters yeah, specifically. A tough team to compare yourself against. Tough I one. I don't think they would be better than the Roosters next year. No, neither do I. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I, just, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, you know, I just find it to be yeah, an, interesting, an interesting way to frame it. Um there's only really one more question that we haven't already answered. So, uh, once again from Vita.j, who is the best player on the Sharks roster next year? Who's the best? <laughs> uh, it doesn't really mean anything. Question. But yeah, I guess yeah, it's a good question. It's a tough one to answer. Would it be one of the new players coming in? You've got Fanuke and McInnes, Hines. Um, um, I mean, who else is there? Wade Graham, Will Kennedy. I'm really not sure who that. I guess it's credit to their side that they have this sort of strength across the board. I would say next year their best player is going to be Nico Hines. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Mm. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> oh, I'll just say the signings. I think Fanukin and McInnes, and I'd probably have them both above Hines in terms of the impact they're going to have yeah. as their. Best player, probably Fanukin over McInnes just because he's um, coming off that injury. 
Yeah, so I'll yeah, go with McKin- Finucane. McInnes is a bit of an unknown, the fact that he literally didn't step on a footy field this whole year. Um, coming back into a new club, it's a pretty crazy mm. way to return from a year-long injury. So he'll, he might take a bit of time to find his feet. Um, but yeah, that's right. So, yeah, Finucane or Hines, massive, huge. Coming out. Mm. Well, let's go to the nucleus then. Let's see what let's, do let's it. see what the head office is is doing. We've talked about what the players and the coach are doing. Now let's talk about what their recruitment managers and their their, their football department is all about. Who have we yeah, got? Busy, busy people. Who's signed on for the next three years? So yeah, three or four years across the Sharks. Yeah. Um, not as many as the Raiders had in the last episode. But for the next three years, they do have Hines, Toby Rudolph, and Connor Tracy tied down. And for nice. four years, they've got Fanukan and McInnes. So wow. I think they're all players that they're happy to have. Connor Tracy, I think we only saw a glimpse of his value this year, showing how versatile he was. But I think mm. he'll be in the 17 somewhere for the next few years. Wow. Toby Rudolph, we know the character that he is and... The class, oh, massive, massive brings. culture man, massive. Yeah, the dressing. He's a he's a dressing room player. Fuck, like being <laughs> in the Sharks team, you'd love you'd love to play with Toby Rudolph. Oh, for sure. And then they've just got the three signings there, so can they're say, clearly committed to them. Can I say I love that? That is concise. It's everyone there. Everyone there should be like is perfect. It's it's mm-hmm. a perfect five. I love it. It's great. Like you've got, I guess they're looking at Wade Graham as one that misses out, and Will yeah. Kennedy oh, Wade, would be the two. I think Wade Graham will be hanging up the boots before it gets to three years from now. Twenty twenty four. Will Kennedy? I mean, he, he. I feel like there's still room for him to extend. I'm pretty sure he's he's been, he's on for the next couple of years at least. So he's. It's not like he's. Yeah, he's there till twenty twenty three. It's not like he's almost off contract. So, I yeah I you know I. I love it. I think it's great. And I, I'm not surprised to see like a shorter list um, than mm-hmm. other clubs just because a new, a new coach, uh, he's obviously wanting to build his own team. And the good thing is that he looks like he'll be able to because it doesn't look like he has to deal spend too long dealing with you know poor signings from a previous No, it coach. feels like it's a, a perfect timing as we've touched on. I mean, Dugan... Yeah. I don't think Fitzgibbon um, would have would have taken the job if, if, if there was a lot of backlog of, of no, players. No, back end of contracts. Exactly. So, so I think... There's a lot of money that they've been able to play with yeah. um, this year and probably next year as well. Yeah. Uh, just looking at who comes off contract next year, I think we could see a big move in the halves for them. Matt Moylan goes, so if he doesn't lock mm. down one of those halves spots... Well, the fact, that Connor, the fact that Connor Tracy's there for so long obviously means that they've got plans for him. So, you you know, we could we could find Tracy in that 5'8 jersey next to Nico Hines. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just thrilled with that. There you go, the Sharks. <laughs> we we, we criticised them for the sacking of John Morris. But apart from that, it seems like they've got the right man for the job and it seems like they're making the right decisions off the field. Yeah, for sure. What do you think they'll end up in terms of ladder predictions for next year? I'm going to put them in the top eight. I'm gonna do it. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna put them. <laughs> I'm not meant to think about where I put other teams because I did put the Bulldogs eighth. So, <laughs> so it looks like I'm. And but you know what? I'm gonna put the Sharks seventh. <laughs> wow, he's done it. He's done it. <laughs> um, 
Look, I'm probably going to put them ninth. Yeah, I think they're the team that's just going to miss out. Mm. There's a lot of change, even though it's well-planned and well-thought-through. I think it might take a bit of time to you know, click together. And with McInnes obviously coming off that big injury, we might not see the best of him for the first six months of the season. So I reckon they'll just miss out. But I'd almost say they look very good for Premiership or top four. Um, in the two, three years after that. Oh, in the two, three years after that. I was like, Premiership? You were like ruling them out for top four? And then, no. Nah. Yeah, but the, all the key pieces they're building, are there. They're building oh, towards if, something. If they get a really strong halfback to come into that squad and complement it, and Kennedy keeps is, getting his, mm. you know, keeps developing, their, their back row is really strong as we've, you know, touched on their forward pack. Yeah. Their wingers are young and talented. Um. Yeah, they've got all the makings of a really, really strong side there. They, they do. Sort of need a halfback and a bit of time to gel together. Yeah, but yeah, I'm actually, yeah, that's this chat has really transformed my view of the Sharks. They are definitely <laughs> building towards something. They're not. They're not just staying put. They are on. They're no. on the rise. I think. Yeah, they're making moves. They're making moves. Well, Harvey, once again, <laughs> it's been a pleasure. What a pleasure. Did you have fun? I had fun. I had so much fun. Oh, that's good. That's good. As, long <laughs> as, as always. All, that's what it's all about really in the end. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> don't even want it to end. It's just getting a bit emotional. It's just, uh, it's been quite a ride to all the Sharks fans and non-Sharks fans listening until we see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>